Curry with the shot. Ben cooking with the sauce. Chef Curry with the pot, boy. Live from the 301. Live from the pot. I want to welcome my audience to another episode of Curry in the Pot. This is episode number 139. I'm back here again, ladies and gentlemen. Back with another episode. Another quarantine-style mailbag. Not even mailbag. Another quarantine-style episode. And as you can see, I got my dad here. I got my OG with me. So, Dad, welcome back to the show. It's been, it's been quite some time. Yeah, it's been quite some time. Glad um, to be back. Absolutely. So, um, NBA playoffs is right here. And we got it starting tomorrow. So, I wanted to read off a couple of things. You know, the season in the bubble has concluded. And we have the all-bubble teams listed. Um, so, on the all-bubble first team, it was Damian Lillard, James Harden, Luka Doncic, Devin Booker, and TJ Warren, who's on an absolute tear in the bubble. Second team, we have Giannis Antetokounmpo, Kawhi Leonard, Karis LeVert, Michael Porter Jr., and Kristaps Porzingis of the Dallas Mavericks. And before we hop into these matchups, a couple of things transpired as far as coaching. A couple of coaches got fired um, over the last couple of days. Uh, Jim Boylan of the Chicago Bulls was let go after two seasons. Um, I don't really watch too much Chicago Bulls basketball, but I know that he did not seem to get along with Zach Levine, and he's an up-and-coming star in this league. And the Bulls, they just haven't really found that coach, that right coach since Tom Thibodeau was let go, and that was quite some time ago. On the flip side uh, to the Western Conference, Alvin Gentry was let go by the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, Dad, I wanted to get your thoughts real quick on that firing. Did you think he deserved to be fired, um, or you just like kind of saw it coming. I saw it coming. Alan Gentry, he, he's a good coach, but um, he might not be the right coach for them, for them young guys. But I just knew he was going to get fired. I think uh, the Pelicans probably looking at Ty Lue for his replacement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. It's kind of a weird situation. Alvin Gentry ended up being caught up in two weird situations, two rather unique situations. Last year, you know, he had to deal with the Anthony Davis trade request, and that was looming, you know, pretty much all over the Pelicans' season, pretty much. It was just a dark cloud over the season. And then this year, you know, you have Zion, who um, is potentially a franchise-changing player. Um, At least that's what he's been hyped up to be coming out of college. And, you know, the most talked about prospects since like LeBron and stuff like that. So you have to deal with that and Zion's injury coming into the league and then he plays and then the season shuts down and then it starts back up again and Zion still isn't playing the appropriate minutes. So it's it's kind of a, a weird situation. Um, unfortunately, he was let go after five years. But like I said, man, those are two very, very weird situations. Uh, so... Let's let's hop into these matchups, Dad. I'm going to start with the Eastern Conference. And, you know, obviously we're going to go back and forth and get our thoughts on these series. On the first series in the Eastern Conference, the first one that we're going to talk about is the Toronto Raptors defending champs versus the Brooklyn Nets. Dad, what are your thoughts on the Raptors, how they played? Um, and what are your thoughts about the Nets, and how do you think this series is going to go? Well, the Raptors, uh, first of all, I think any – any team can win in the AAU setting. Mm-hmm. But the Raptors, is, is I watched them doing the eight games. They're, they're very good defensively. And they and all their players know their roles. So I, I, I would take the Raptors in this series. I haven't been watching the Nets too much, but 
I watch. I think I watch the Nets and um, and Portland play. And the Nets got a good team. They, I know they can't wait for KD and Kyrie to come back next year. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody gonna beat them in the East. <laughs> yeah, you've been saying that. You've been saying that. And you know, on paper it looks great. On paper, you know, the Nets team is gonna be returning next year. It looks great. Um, hopefully they're, they're they're able to gel and match. Um, but for this series, I think the Raptors. It's, it's, it's crazy because this is a team that lost their best player, Kawhi Leonard. But if you look at the games last season that Kawhi Leonard didn't play in, they had a pretty good record. And now they're just they're just putting it all out on the line uh, throughout the full season. They're, they're being consistent without them. And like my dad said, everybody on the team seems to know their role. They play together. They play really, really good defense. Um, big shouts out to Coach Nick Nurse who has those guys playing some good basketball. I think this series probably ends at about five. Um, Karis LeBert has proven to be a bucket, but I think the Raptors' defense will definitely uh, be able to contain them and contain those other players that are on the team. Um, this team is kind of depleted. I mean, guys like Spencer Dinwiddie opted out of the bubble, as well as DeAndre Jordan. So it's pretty much Karis LeBert, um, Joe Harris, Jared Allen, and then a bunch of guys they picked up. I mean, they even picked up Jamal Crawford. And they picked up Tyler Johnson, um, who played for the Heat uh, a couple of years ago. So, um, the Nets, they, they're just happy to be here, I guess. So, uh, we both have a consensus that the Raptors will win this series. Um, for our next series, um, we got the Milwaukee Bucks versus the Orlando Magic. Dad, I wanted to talk to you about the Bucks because this is a team that you think has a chance to come out of the East, and I think so too. But throughout this bubble, um, they've, they haven't pl- been playing the best defense been giving up, you know, point totals in like the 130s. They haven't really played their best. Eric Bledsoe just returned off an injury. Um, what are your thoughts on the Bucks? Do you think there's some reason to be concerned? Or do you just think that they're just waiting for the playoffs to start? I think the Bucks, since they clinch, they, they're waiting for the playoffs to start. The Bucks are uh, uh, one of the teams that I think come out of the East. They're big, they're deep. And they can score. Mm-hmm. And one of the things, the, the only problem I see with the Bucks, they turn the ball over a lot. Like they, they commit a lot of unforced turnovers. So if they playing at the top of the game, they can come out of the East. And the Greek freak has to get some consistent help from either Middleton or Bledsoe. I think both, honestly. If if both of them play well, I can see them coming out of the East. For sure. Um, so on the flip side, um, for the Orlando Magic, they have some guys that have been banged up. Jonathan Isaac, um, he's going to be out. I think he, something, something with his knee. I don't remember. Um, Aaron Gordon has been a little banged up. Um, I mean, they have a nice young team, nice young story. Um, DJ Augustine, Markel Fultz. Um, they got, they got a bunch of young guys, young talent, but I just don't think they're a match for the Milwaukee Bucks in a seven game series. I think. The Bucks will probably get this one in about six. Well, no, I'll say five, honestly. This is a one. Now, this is a 1-8 um, matchup. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say the Bucks are six. I'm going to say the Bucks are six. I am a little concerned about how they've been playing uh, in the bubble. But, I mean, they're a one seed, so they probably just couldn't wait to the playoffs. Um, a lot of these guys just trying to get their legs back in those seeding games. So, I think they'll be fine. But as my dad alluded to, um, they need help from Chris Middleton, consistent help, because I remember last year in that Raptor, Raptor series, he did not play well. He averaged about 14 points. So, 
Um, if he can step up and be the top 10 player that Bleach Report says he is, at least for this season, then they'll be just fine. Um, Eric Blesser, I don't know about him. Maybe he's just trying to get his legs back as well. Um, but I, I like their team. I like their team on paper. The Lopez brothers, uh, DiVincenzo, I like him a lot. Um, but we'll see if the Bucks will come out of the East. Next series, a series that probably would have been more interesting, but it's going to be the Celtics and the Sixers. And I say it probably would have been more interesting um, if point guard, ben, point guard and power forward Ben Simmons uh, didn't get hurt. He's out for the remainder of the season. And they're going up against the Celtics team, who I like. And I'm a Lakers fan, and I know a lot of people say you're not supposed to like the, the Celtics, but they have some nice talent. And I don't mean like I like them, like I'm going to be rooting for them. I just like the pieces that they have. Jason Tatum has ascended this year. Jalen Brown has ascended this year. Kemba Walker, they have him. We know what type of player he is, but we haven't really seen him do it uh, under the pressure of the playoffs. Um, they're the only team that has three players um, that average 20 points per game. And even Gordon Hayward can give you 20 on any given night. And, and Marcus Smart on a really good day can drop 20. Um, Dad, what do you think about the Celtics? I know you pretty much think the East is wide open, but what are your thoughts on the Boston Celtics? The Celtics are one of the teams that I, that I think can come out of the East, but I, uh, I'm kind of the Celtics are a perimeter shooting team. If their jump shots are not falling, mm -hmm. they can be beat. They they defend well, but I think once they come up to one of them, once they come up to the Bucks, you gotta have a superstar in the playoffs. And they got all stars, but they don't have a superstar. But they they can come out of the East, but I. I'm leaning towards Milwaukee. Okay, so I think... But I like the Celtics in this series over the Sixers. Mm -hmm. I don't know how many games each of these series is going to go. But my predictions right now is the Raptors, Bucks, and the Celtics in those series. Okay. Um. Yeah, so I think for this series, it's unfortunate for the Sixers. Um, they probably thought, just like any team in the East, that it's wide open. Um, we got our two best players, Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, you know, they, they probably think they could win against anybody. Um, it hasn't materialized, and obviously Ben Simmons is injured. Um, they still do have players like Tobias Harris, Josh Richardson, Shea Milton, as well as Al Horford. But I just don't think, to me, I think the Sixers could probably push this series. It just depends on which Joel Embiid shows up. Because on the flip side for the Celtics, they don't really have no big man, you know? Daniel Tice is the only big man that will be able to probably guard him. So... I think it depends on what Joel and B that we'll see to push this series, but I still have the Celtics winning this series. Any, any final thoughts? The Sixers are, they, they have a talented team, but they don't, I, I think it's the coaching. Brett Brown? Yeah, I think it's Brett Brown with them, but they they have talent. Like MB, like you said, if he, if he be, if M, the only way the Sixers win this series is MB be dominant. Mm -hmm. He got to be dominant the whole series. But I, I still like Boston in this, to win this series. Absolutely. And the last series that we have in the Eastern Conference is the 4-5 matchup of the Miami Heat and the Indiana Pacers. I'm going to start with this one. I like the Heat in this series. Um, they're a complete team. They have they have a star in Jimmy Butler. They have another young all-star in Bam Adebayo. And the Miami Heat is just a very well-run organization. Eric Spolcher is a good coach. They have been getting contributions from guys like Kendrick Nunn. Goran Dragic, Tyler Hero, a rookie that I like, Duncan Robinson, a really good shooter. Um, they have a nice team. They have a nice veteran team, actually. You know, Jimmy Butler is a vet. Um, Goran Dragic has been in the league for a while. 
Um, Udonis Haslam is still an OG on the team. Um, they have a nice team. I like the Heat. Um, this is a team that's given the Bucks even some trouble. I think they beat the Bucks three times this season. Um, but on the flip side of the Pacers, uh, there's another well-coached team coached by head coach Nate McMillan. And he's gotten these guys to play. He's gotten the best out of this bunch that I, I think he could probably get. We don't know about the health of DeMontis Sabonis. I read earlier that there's still no timetable for him to come back. Um, but T.J. Warren has been an absolute stud in the bucket, I think, for me in the bubble. He's probably one of those players that benefit from not having to play in front of large crowds, or crowd at all, rather. And they still have Victor Oladipo who's coming back off an of injury. Malcolm Brogdon is there. Uh, Miles Turner, the Holiday Brothers. They have some solid pieces. I think if they had some bonus, they could probably make this series really, really interesting. But in this series, I'm going to take the Miami Heat in six games. Dad, what about you? Well, this series can go either way, in my opinion. Mm, four or five matchup. But I, I think I lean toward the Heat. But Indiana had some 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 players that can that can still they can still this series with Victor. TJ Warren is playing outstanding. Mm-hmm. And Malcolm Brogdon is a good player. So I'm I'm kinda leaning toward the Heat, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Pacers won this series. Absolutely, absolutely. So Moving on to the Western Conference, we have some interesting series. We have a lot of interesting series, rather. But um, the first one that I want to talk about is the 4-5 matchup of the Denver Nuggets versus the Utah Jazz. Uh, You and I were talking about the Nuggets the other day. Um, Mike Conley for the Jazz has left the bubble due to the birth of his son. And I don't know when he's going to come back. I think their series starts. I think their series starts tomorrow. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, it starts, it starts tomorrow at 1.30 in the first game of the entire playoff. So I don't know what's going to happen with Mike Conley. But, I mean, even still, I didn't give the Jazz very much of a chance to win this series at all simply because Bogdanovich is out and he's a 20-point-per-game scorer. He's not in the bubble. He hasn't been. And I've actually watched a couple of Utah Jazz games. I've watched them on opening night versus the Pelicans, and I've watched the Lakers game. I think I might have tuned into one more, but they just don't have enough. They have Donovan Mitchell, um, who's a young star, young all-star. Uh, Mike Conley, we don't know about him because I just said he has the birth of a son. And they, they, they're already depleted. They still have Rudy Gobert, Joe Ingles, but off the bench, the only player off the bench who is actually a real threat is Jordan Clarkson. And I like Jordan Clarkson. You guys know me. I'm a Lakers fan. I remember JC uh, during his tenure in LA. But that's all you got off the bench. Um, you know, <laughs> more power to you. You just don't have enough. And... Now they're already going to be down another guard, potentially in Mike Conley. I just don't give them a chance in this series. Denver is a really, really deep team. I'm sure my dad is going to attest to this in a second, but they have a lot of players. Jamal Murray, um, Gary Harris, and Will Barton haven't played in the bubble. But we know what they can do. Jeremy Grant um, is a really, really solid player. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. played really well in the bubble. They have Jokic. They have Bo Bo. They have Monte. They have a number of players, Dad. Um, so where do you see this series going? Them were, them were deep and talented, young, deep, talented team. I, I can't see Utah winning this series. Denver will win this series. Yeah, I think I think the Jazz could potentially get swept, especially if Mike Conley does not return. I, I seriously think so. Um, the next series is the um, – I'm sorry, this is the 4-5 matchup. The Thunder versus the Rockets. Um, Russell Westbrook, there's rumors that he's going to miss a couple of games. It's been said that he's officially out for game one. We don't know about the health of um, 
Russell Westbrook for game two. Um, but I think if Russell Westbrook is out past two games, that the Oklahoma City Thunder could potentially steal this series. Dad, how you feel about this series? Four or five, Matt. This is the, this is the series. I think the Thunder is going to upset the Rockets without Westbrook. The Thunder beat them during the regular season. They won the season series, and I think they're going to really miss Westbrook in this series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think if he's out any longer than two games, it could hurt him. I think James Harden is good enough to at least, you know, if he's out for two games, he's good enough to tie the series. I think you would agree with that. Um, so they can split 1-1. But if he's out any any longer than that, I, I don't know. I, I really don't know. The Thunder have been a great story, probably one of the best stories of this season. We kind of ripped them all off once they traded Westbrook. And we thought maybe Chris Paul might have wanted a trade to be out. But he's been a great leader for them. They also have Shea Gilgis Alexander, um, who came in from the Clippers in that Paul George trade. Gallinari as well has been good for them. Steven Adams, you can't forget about him. And they just play hard. That's what I've seen from them. They just play hard. They have The team has the DNA of Chris Paul, their leader, their point guard. And they just play off of him. They just have, the, they just have his attitude. On the flip side, you have James Harden, who is a top five player in this league. Um, former MVP, we know that. Um, we know what he can do. Um, my dad, he has his thoughts on James Harden. But uh, the small ball offense, will it work? You know, you got Covington and P.J. Tucker who are down low. We're just going to have to see. I really think this series is contingent on the health of Russell Westbrook. So with that being said, I'm going to go Rockets in seven. I think uh, Chris Paul had something to prove. Okay. He didn't like the way he got he got ran out of Houston with that trade, but I, I, I think he got something to prove. Without, and without Westbrook, I, I like the Thunder in this series. Okay. We'll see um, an update on Russell Westbrook's injury in the next few days, obviously, but he's definitely out for game one. Next series is the Clippers and the Mavericks. This is a 2-7 matchup, but I left this one here because – it's interesting. You have a young star in Luka Dantich and Kristaps Porzingis on one side. But then on the other side, you have Paul George, Kawhi Leonard. Um, those are their two stars. Then you have a good defensive point guard and Patrick Beverly. They just have a lot of guys that I think are going to make this series hard on Luka Dantich. You know what I'm saying? Luka Dantich, we all know he can light it up. He's definitely a good passer. Gets his teammates involved. Can rebound the basketball as well. But I think... In this series, they're going to make it really, really hard for them. They're going to have Paul George on them. They're going to have Kawhi Leonard on them. They're going to have Pat Bev on them at times. Um, I think the Clippers probably win this series in five games. Montrez Harrell will return in this series. I think I, I think the Clippers win it in five. I think Luka Doncic is spectacular enough to win you a game. We all know he's remarkable and led the Mavericks to the playoffs this year, but I just don't think they have enough. And they don't play a lick of defense. The best defender on the Mavericks is probably Dorian Finney-Smith. He's an all right defender, but nobody else can guard. Tim Hardaway Jr. can't guard. Luka cannot guard. He tries, but he just he's just not a good defender. Um, Seth Curry, he can't guard. Um, they just they, they don't play enough defense. I've watched all of their games. They have to – the Mavericks literally have to score 125-plus to beat you. And I just don't think this that will happen in this series more than one time. So I'm going to go Clippers in five. Dad, what's your thoughts? Yeah, I like the Clippers in five. I wouldn't be surprised they sweating. The Clippers, I think they're going to win everything for real. And I'm a Laker fan. And the Clippers are just so deep. 
and talented. I think they're going to win it all. Okay, fair enough. In our last series, Dan, we have the Los Angeles Lakers and the Portland Trailblazers. We know the Trailblazers just won their playing game over the Memphis Grizzlies. We all know how spectacular Damian Lillard has been over the course of the past, I guess, week, you could say. Um, dropping 51, dropping 61, dropping 42 against Brooklyn, um, leading the Trailblazers to their victory over the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, I'm actually going to start with you, Dad, because we've been talking about it. What are your thoughts on this series? How do you think it's going to go? I like the Lakers in the series, but this 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 matchup for the Lakers, I know they didn't they I wouldn't want to play Portland in the first round because Portland is they're a dangerous team right now. But the Lakers will prevail in this series. And I'm a Laker fan, but I think the Lakers, in order for them to win the finals, they have to have another player step up to help A D and LeBron. And Kuzma or somebody else has to be that person. Mm-hmm. That's the only way they're going to win the West. But the Lakers will win this series, I believe. Okay. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Um, Portland isn't your ordinary eight seed. We know that. They're probably more of a 4-5 seed. And um, they started off bad, and that's what got them in this position that they're in. And I think I think Damian Lillard's going to get his. But I, my question is, who's going to stop LeBron James they don't have Portland. Does not have a bench. Gary Trent Jr. comes off the bench. Mario Azonia comes off the bench. But their bench is very, very thin. And the Lakers, they don't have the best bench. But I like their bench over Portland's bench. But my question is, who's going to stop LeBron? Nobody. Carmelo Anthony's probably going to be checking them. They're probably going to double-team LeBron. And Anthony Davis, I think he's going to eat in this series, too. I know you got Hassan Whiteside and Nurkic, but I think Anthony Davis is good enough. Like, they have the Lakers... People talk about Portland having two seven-footers. The Lakers have Anthony Davis, Dwight Howard, um, who can play in, in his in his minutes that he gets. JaVale McGee, I don't know about JaVale sometimes, but when he when he's when he's playing well, he's playing well. But the, the Lakers, I think I think it's only a bad matchup because they have Damon CJ, but I just feel like what Damian Lillard has done over the course of the past week is just a, it's just unsustainable. Dropping 50 and 60 just to win. He had to score 42 against a Karis LeVert Brooklyn Nets team to win. Like, they literally almost lost. Like, I just don't think it's enough. And I, I love Damian Lillard, but I just want to see it. His legacy right now is built off of game-winning shots in the first round of the playoffs. We've seen Damian Lillard get swept in the playoffs. We've seen Damian Lillard get swept by the Golden State Warriors when they didn't have KD. So, you know what I'm saying? I just, I love Dame. I want to see him shine, but... It's not going to happen at the expense of the Los Angeles Lakers. So I'm going to go. I really want to say Lakers in five because I really think they can do Portland in five. But you know what? I'm going to just say Portland. I'm going to just say Lakers in five. Any final thoughts on that series, Dad? Mm. I mean, it's just a bad. Portland Portland don't, don't have enough to beat AD and LeBron. Portland is an exciting team, and they don't defend well. I think the Lakers deep, Lakers going to clamp, clamp down on D because they've been waiting for the playoffs to start. That's why they've been playing bad. You know, LeBron been days. waiting. This is the return of playoff LeBron. We haven't seen it in two years. We haven't seen LeBron in the playoffs since he was on the Cleveland Cavaliers. So I'm excited. 
Um, any final thoughts on anything, man? Well, I can say this in the in the AAU style setting. Mm-hmm. It's two. I, I think it's, it's two teams from each conference that can win. They can win it all. I think the Lakers and the Clippers and the Bucks, maybe the Celtics and the Raptors. You can't sleep on the Raptors. Yeah, I think those are the three teams. I, I, I think the Heat is a sleeper. It's just all about matchups. Mm-hmm. That's what that's, that's what it's all about. That's what it's going to come down to. So, um, Dad, thanks thanks so much for your time. It's been uh, quite some time since you came on. It's been at least a year since I've had you on the show. And everybody loves you. And from when I talk, from when I talk to my, my friends and stuff in the audience, they love, they love when you come on. They like to hear you know, your OG perspective. And, you know, I hear your perspective on sports just a I'm glad the audience got to hear it once again. Uh, I'm going to wrap this up. This is episode number 139. Mike Curry and Mike Curry are out. Peace out.